Time to look at developments on the market at six minutes past six. It's mostly red apart from gold ending the day up in the green while the all share financials, resources, industrials and the top 40 end the day down. Portfolio manager at BP Bernstein, Marco Masilela, joins us as usual on a Thursday. Good evening. Evening. <clears throat> Talk us through the day's market developments. True, another down day. But yes, we managed to recoup most of the losses. To mm-hmm. think that we ended up, ended up the day down almost 256 points. There was time during the day we were down almost more than 400. Yeah. And I think uh, because we've seen waking up that... Um, the U.S. Treasury yields were high as a result. The dollar was stronger than most mm. currencies. And given that most commodities are priced in dollars, so that had a negative dent on commodity prices. And also the news coming out of China, which was kind of mixed, yes, the growth was 6.8 as expected, but lower than the 6.9 in the second quarter. And they had very good numbers or beating market expectations when it comes to the industrial production, yeah. the likes of retail sales. But... The fixed asset investments were very disappointing. So that was kind of mixed. And we also had this whole thing with Spain, the region having a deadline. You know, then we saw the social political tension continuing. Mm-hmm. Spain saying, you know what, we're going to trigger that Article 155 come Saturday. And that continued to be negative, especially on the euro side of things. But later in the day, I think we managed to recover. And why we saw the euro, you know, uh, doing away with those negative news coming out of Spain, strengthening, mm-hmm. and the rent as well strengthening. And yeah, that managed to help us to erase most of the losses. And to be honest, you know, generally the markets are, are, are celebrating this whole thing of global growth bouncing back yeah. and also the possibility of the tax reforms coming out of the U.S. Those are still, you know, helping the market or cushioning the market not to fall as hard as maybe they might fall. And bear in mind that today is the 30th anniversary of the 1987 market crash. Mm. But that has nothing to do with the markets. As we're talking now, the towers as well was beat down, which managed to uh, close at record highs yesterday, but it was pulling down. So I think those are the main things that have been driving the markets today. How did the rent fare? The rent for managed to, 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 to at some point ignoring what was happening with the euro. Yeah. The rent and the Turkish lira managed to strengthen among emerging market currencies when the dollar was strong. So I think the rent was getting the cue from the fact that we woke up to the news that at least the finance minister is doing something when mm-hmm. it comes to state-owned enterprises that was positive for the rent. The likes of the retail sales numbers were also positive for the rent. But now as the euro now uh, also starting to strengthen against the dollar, the rent also tracked that. We we know mm. that we tend to track the euro because that's our major trading partner. Yeah. Tell us then about developments at Anglo Gold Ashanti. Very interesting. Uh, if they manage to get it through, that is through the DMR, through the Competition Commission, mm-hmm. uh, Anglo Gold will end up having their total production in South Africa just accounting 13% to their okay. production. The guys did mention in June that they are looking at a uh, keeping other mines under can maintenance and that will result in almost 8,500 jobs being lost. Mm. But yeah, good news that we've seen a harmony buying some of the mines yeah. and there's some synergies from that side, you know. I mean, harmony is prepared to pay almost 300 million uh, US dollars and that will increase the harmonious production by almost 250 tons a year. Mm. That's good news. And then we also have the guys from China as well. The guys already are in South Africa because they own one of the gold mines, the mm-hmm. Village Main Reef. The guys will also be paying, buying some of the assets for just under... Um, 
what you call it, uh, 7.2 or so okay. million dollars. So all in all, Anglo Gold will manage to raise almost 4 billion out of this whole thing if it goes through. And the company, they've got a debt of almost 30 billion. Mm. So they can use some of the cash to be able to reduce all that. And I think that's positive, you know, going forward, given the tension of the Chamber of Mines and ah. also what's happening with the Minister of Minerals and Energy. Mm. Let's hope they approve the deal for the sake of saving jobs. Then what's the latest from Lewis? Lewis, very interesting. We know Lewis, they operate mainly in the lower segment of the market. So for them to look at acquiring what we call UFO, UFO, they've got almost 30 stores and it's mainly operating in the 9 to 10 plus LSM Mm -hmm. segment. There's more of luxury brands more than anything. So that gives uh, Lewis a a good entrance when it comes to that. And for me, what's more interesting that UFO is that pure cash business. Mm. So that's perfect. We know that what has been happening with all these credit sales. Yeah. So you'll be happy to have someone who's doing most of his business cash-wise. But now UFO, I mean, their concentration is more into housing because most or more than 50% of their stores that just become here. Yes. So let's hope Lewis will manage to get the guys to be nationwide. And I think it gives them a nice footprint going forward. Thank you so much for your contribution. We'll leave it there for this evening. Portfolio Manager at BP Bernstein, Marco Masilela with the day's market wrap.